0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest uh, podcast or vodcast, depending on how you're listening or viewing this. And it's How to Miss a Renal Mass, Guide to Pitfalls and Solutions in Looking at the Kidneys. And one of the most common errors we all know in CT is missing a lesion. Wrong phase, wrong visualization, and the kidneys are one of the areas where this is particularly a problem. And I thought I would address this in this talk. Now, if you're looking at... Um, some articles, here was a refresher course presentation by Jonathan Berlin saying that the most common cause for, or one of the most common cause for misdiagnosis in radiology is a perceptual error, or an error in which a radiologist fails to observe or recognize an abnormality. And when you focus this on the kidneys and the GU tract, an extremely common cause of error is improper technique and that's true of course in all of radiology but in the kidneys because of our ability to get multiple phases whether it's arterial or venous or excretory going at 30 seconds or 60 seconds or 90 seconds or four minutes or six minutes it really leaves itself open to excellent technique but also to error it also notes that even when you do things correctly Certain phases just aren't going to be perfect, even when you do the studies correct. Now, in the kidneys, I've given a number of lectures on CTSS, speaking about the kidneys, talking about our decision-making process, how protocols will vary from how we inject contrast, be it rate, volume, or timing, the scan parameters we use, whether we do thin collimation or thicker collimation, the phases of acquisition. And of course, whether or not we look at images only in the axial plane, or we look at multiplanar and 3D imaging, which does provide significant advantages. So let's look a little bit more carefully. What are the sources of pitfalls, pitfalls, and misdiagnosis of CT of the kidneys? So I can put things into about three big categories. One is the phase of data acquisition. One is the image display format. And one is the rendering technique. So let's look at each of these individually with specific examples. So what about the phase of data acquisition? Well, if you do a non-contrast CT, that's really looking for a stone. It's ideal for detecting renal calculi. It's also good for detecting uh, renal lesions in terms of their density pre-contrast. So, for example, we can look at a lesion and say if it's 90 on the pre-contrast scan and it's 90 after contrast, it's a high-density renal cyst. And articles have shown, in fact, that a lesion above 90 or even 80 is going to be a high-density renal cyst even without giving IV contrast. It also allows us to determine if a lesion is enhancing. So a lesion, of course, that measures 30 pre-contrast and 80 post-contrast is enhancing and it's gonna be a tumor. But if you only do non-contrast CT, it's important to remember that you're picking up calculi, but you'll easily miss small renal lesions, particularly when they don't change the renal contour. You'll miss pyelonephritis, particularly when it's early, where there's no stranding around the kidney, or the kidney's not larger, and you are gonna miss vascular pathology, including relatively large AVMs that can cause hematuria. Now, the reason I focus on this is to make the point that in the ER setting, when you do a non-contrast CT for the referring physician in the ER, often they think about a non-contrast CT as a normal CT. You say, normal non-contrast CT. It's important to make the point that it's not a normal CT, it's normal, non-contrast. There are no stones, but there are many things you're not excluding. And I've seen case after case where people make the assumption that it's a normal CT and don't do anything else. So, for example, you look at this case, patient who had hematuria, it's a normal CT, but it's not really normal. It's no stones. There's no explanation for the patient's hematuria on C-minus. But you give IV contrast. Look at the upper pulverized kidney. There's a two centimeter hypervascular lesion present, and I will make the point in this case you should be able to see the lesion nicely because there's a change in the cortical medullary interface. But it's also important to recognize that when I take that same case and I go into excretory phase, the lesion is even better defined. So this is a nice example where you miss it on non-contrast it's better seen on excretory phase than early phase but in both phases you're going to see the lesion and here it is all three of the uh, cases or the three sequences together and again even in retrospect even knowing the lesions there you don't see it in the non-contrast CT so very very important to recognize so very very simple and here's another patient very much the same location same history just a little bit more centrally located Again, non-contrast CT, negative, enhancement, you see something though it's subtle, excretory phase much easier. So I will admit also, and we'll go through this in more detail as well, that hypervascular lesions that are moderately vascular, not that supervascular one, uh, when they don't distort the renal outline, if you only look at axial imaging, it's not hard to easily miss a lesion. So sometimes the excretory phase imaging is just going to save your life. And it makes the point we always say we never only do cortical medullary phase imaging. It's too easy to miss this select type of tumor. Another case, you see the tumor here? Well if you look very carefully, look at the upper pole of the left kidney. It's subtle, but again there's a hypervascular lesion, but again it doesn't distort the renal outline, it doesn't expand the kidney, it's not that vascular like the aorta but there enough there's the lesion now what about taking it from the axial plane well in this case when you go to the coronal plane volume you know coronal plane volume rendering or mpr so here it is in the mpr display Um, again very very subtle easily to miss easy to miss what about here 3d display Again, I think you can see some subtle changes in the upper pole, but boy, MIP, volume rendering, easy to miss. And in this case, however, when you go to excretory phase imaging, I think it's a little bit easier to see. And what's kind of interesting in this case, even on the excretory phase, that lesion is kind of subtle axially, but look at it in a coronal display. So this case is a very good case to make two points. One, some lesions are best seen in excretory phase imaging, or only excretory phase imaging. And some lesions are best seen in non-axial planes. So here the uh, coronal, uh, whether it's NPR or volume rendering, nicely shows you a very subtle renal carcinoma that, of course, is curable. Those are the ones you don't want to miss. Another case, hematuria. Well, coronal display, uh, cortical medullary view, I don't see much. But look at the lower pole on the left. Here, I'll give you a circle. Now you see the lesion. Is that real? Well, gee whiz, look at it here as you go to excretory phase imaging. Look how obvious the lesion is. So again, uh, that point is well made. And it's not just uh, renal cell carcinomas. And this is not a great surprise. Transitional cell carcinomas are very subtle or can easily be missed on arterial phase imaging. Remember, those are hypovascular or avascular. And when they're very large, you see them. But when they're small, they don't cause hydronephrosis. You don't. Look at the right kidney. There's something very subtle centrally. Well, here it is again. You see I've circled it. It's subtle, but it's there. And you see it again when you go into the coronal plane. There is a soft tissue mass there, but there's no doubt. And we all know one of the reasons you get excretory phase imaging is to pick up transitional cell carcinomas. Because now on the axials, excretory phase, you see the distortion of the calices, but look at it on the, um, another axial view, it's very, very obvious. And the same thing is true looking at the coronal display. Very, very obvious. And if you want to see it even more obvious, look at the 3D volume display. You see the mass, you see invasion of the upper pole calyces, the beauty of volume rendering in transitional cell carcinoma is an article by Satoe Kawamoto about this. But look how beautifully you see the distortion and the destruction of the upper pole calyces. So, again, uh, very nice example. As we always say, TCC got to be in the excretory phase if you only want to have one phase. What else? Well, here's a good example of a one-sided renal cell carcinoma. Very, very obvious arterial or cortical medullary phase, coronal display. Same patient, look at the same case, in now an excretory phase. So this is a good example showing you that not any one phase is perfect because on the excretory phase, you never would have recognized the lesion that is so obvious on the cortical medullary phase. Now what else about excretory phase? We say we always need it, but can't, does it make errors? Well, I just showed you an example a moment ago. Now look at this case, hematuria. Look at the lower pole on the right. Outside scans suggested there was a tumor, transitional cell, lower pole, right kidney. And I agree on these images, there looks like something is going on there. But they biopsied this, and every time they biopsied it, the patient bled. They sent them for a repeat CT, Now what happens when we enter the cortical medullary phase? Look what the patient has. The patient has an AV malformation. It's not a tumor, but look at that early draining vein. And this could have been a catastrophe because the patient was bleeding when they got biopsied. Fortunately, the urologist, after a couple of attempts, stopped and sent him for a CT scan. But this lesion is only gonna be seen arterial phase imaging. And it's a great case because you go from an AVM to transitional cell carcinoma. Again, what a mistake you can make—you can kill a patient. Another example: I thought I'd only see that maybe one time. You look at this case, excretory phase. Look at the lower pole calyces in a patient with hematuria. You would always say that's transitional cell carcinoma. The lower pole calyces are infiltrated as a soft tissue mass. And look what happens, however, when you look at the early phase: large vessels, lower pole renal pelvis on the right big AV malformation early feeding venous structures they are the renal vein and look how nicely you can see it again could have been a catastrophe now that case impresses you what about this case hematuria non-contrast CT do you see anything well I don't know the right renal pelvis maybe it's subtle the fat is not well seen here's a coronal display again you see a renal cyst but not that impressive And it's surely not that impressive when you look at the arterial phase when I did it at 30 seconds out. Look at that large mass you missed. Look at that large vascular malformation. A giant AVM causing the patient's hematuria. Here it is in a coronal display. Again, just very, very impressive on volume rendering. The large vessels to the lower pole of that right kidney. And here are the images side by side on an axial plane. Look how easy it is to miss that lesion or look at it in a coronal display. Look how easy it is to miss that on the volume rendered images, non-contrast. Yes, you should recognize the pelvis is full, but you never would be thinking about an AV malformation, which here it is on the 3D MIP image. So again, uh, there's no one perfect phase. You need to have multiple phases, one early and one late. Now, what about image format? I showed you an example before where you only saw the lesion if you looked at the patient's coronal display. Well, here's, here's a good example of another case. Axial imaging, you should be able to recognize in the left kidney there's a subtle lesion present because there's a change in the cortical imaginary interface. But again, that indeed is very subtle. When you look at it, however, in the coronal display, look how obvious that mass is in the lower pole of the left kidney, laterally positioned. And again, look at it side by side. Very subtle, very obvious. So again, coronal display, 3D or MPR is critical. Now, this is also very true in lesions that come off the upper pole or lower pole of the kidneys. Now, if you look at lesions, so for example, if I show you this case, The first thing you say is, gee, this must be top of the right kidney. It looks like the right kidney, and that's how it was read. But when you look at it in a coronal display, it's so obvious it's a hypervascular mass arising off the upper pole of the right kidney. It's the same vascularity as the cortex, but it's a hypervascular mass. And so it's important to recognize that if you don't stay in the the coronal plane, if you don't look at the coronal plane, lesions in the upper pole or lower pole will be confused and you could read the study as normal yet there's a two and a half centimeter mass here another pitfall okay what about volume rendering in mip i think that the post-processing does help you see things look at the left kidney upper pole medially it makes it very easy on volume rendering to adjust the parameters to really accentuate the tissue characterization it's very easy in this case to see this renal cell carcinoma Again, volume rendering will show you these smaller masses. You want to be very careful if you're using MIP. MIP is a projection technique. You can easily lose renal masses when they're small. So, again, I always use volume rendering for looking for vascular masses. I'll supplement it with MIP. But if you use MIP only, it's very easy to miss a lesion. So those are three very, very nice pitfalls. Let me conclude there by saying that optimal lesion detection of renal masses requires a carefully designed workflow it requires correct data acquisition in the correct phase it requires the correct display not just axial but 3d and NPR it requires post-processing knowing when to use volume rendering knowing when to use MIP and if you do all of those things correctly you will optimize lesion detection but as I showed you even in the best of hands, it's very easy to miss a mass. You don't do early phase imaging, you're going to miss an AVM. You don't do coronal display, you're going to miss those polar lesions. You're going to miss other small lesions more centrally. Non-contrast CT is great for stones, for looking at density of a lesion, which you're going to look at over a sequence of enhanced images. But non-contrast CT being normal is not the same thing as the CT being normal. So with that, hopefully I've given you a few good helpful hints and I'll see you around next time. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.